Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week's message begins in Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 8. But first, the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir. talk to you this morning about death. Everybody's going to go one way or another. You'll die here on earth or you'll go up in the rapture and leave your body here. And I'm going to talk to you about death for a few minutes this morning. I hope you listen. If there's a lost person listening to me, I hope you get saved before you die. I pray for some lost people I know every day. Twice today, morning and night. But I don't worry about their dying and going to hell. I hate to see anybody dying and going to hell. Ecclesiastes 8, 8 says this, There is no man that had power over the Spirit to retain the Spirit, neither had he power in the day of death. And there is no discharge in that war. Neither shall wickedness deliver those that or give it to it. You can't tell. You don't have the power over your spirit to retain it. Neither the spirit had the power in the day of death. So you'll die one day. My doctor told me men live about 80 years old. And that was four years ago now. I'm 81 this month, 21st. And I told him I'm going to see him 22nd. And I told him it was the last time I seen him, a few months ago, six months ago, I believe, my heart knocked. And I'm still living, but I don't have long to go. You told me men don't live over 80. And I said, I'm fixed to be 81. And he laughed. So we never know when we're going to die. A lot of people talk about death. My grandson's friend that he was staying with, shot himself the other day, killed himself, and probably went to hell because he wasn't saved. As far as I know, he was lost. And I wish I didn't have to say that, but just as simple as that. That's just the way it is. As a young man that used to go to church with us out here, told me in a Baptist church. I live in Rogutta, Louisiana, about seven, eight miles from the church, six miles. About six miles from the church. 
And as a young man that's in church, always giving his mama and daddy trouble, staying in trouble, staying in trouble. One day he said something about couldn't get nothing right. And I told him, I said, boy, what your problem is, you need a good dose of salvation. I said, you ain't ever been saved. He said, yeah, I've been saved when I was a little kid. I said, that's the trouble. You probably prayed the prayer your mama wanted you to pray. But for us knowing Jesus Christ, it's your personal Savior. You don't know him as your personal Savior. And if he was to die right now, you'd go to hell. He didn't like me about it. He got mad at me and didn't talk to me too much no more. But I had the opportunity twice in church to tell him that. And I thought he found him a little girl, went to a different church, was doing good, and I found out there while back. I'm bragging about it. A man told me, he said, that ain't what his daddy told me, and daddy told me he's just bad as he always been. So I pray for people like that. Romans 5, 12 says, Wherefore is by one man, sin entered into the world, and death, there it is, by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for all that have sinned. So everybody sins, and you've got to get your sins under the blood. Ask for forgiveness from God. Well, he can cleanse you if you die. In Jesus, you'll go to heaven. If you die and you sin, you'll bust hell wide open. And you're going to be for it eternity. <clears throat> then at the end of the millennium, you'll be pulled out of hell. And the Bible says in Revelation 22, I believe it is, 21. 21. That should be cast into the lake of fire, the second death. And you, you'll die all. You'll stay dead the rest of all your life. While we live in Hebrews 9, 27 says, And this is appointed unto me and wants to die. But after that, the judgment. So God's going to judge you one day. Out of hell and cast you to the lake of fire for eternity. When we die, Christian, we go to the judgment seat of Christ. We don't lose our salvation. I don't believe in losing salvation. But we might lose some rewards that we won. We had. And we couldn't do that. And if you lose your rewards, you lost a, a blessing. You work for nothing. And there's some people who will lose some rewards. I'll probably lose some of my rewards I've had. But uh, I'd rather lose a reward than lose my life in hell. Thank God for that. I was witness to a young lady one time, had three little blood-headed girls, the hospital at Arcade, Arkansas, and her sister was on the other side of the bed. And I said, I come to talk to your sister about Jesus. A nurse told me down the road, down the hallway, glad you came. The Mormons went in there and baptized her with a pan of water. Then she thought she was saved. So I went in there and I was talking to her sister. I said, she can't understand that, no. She can't talk, no, she can't talk, she can't say. I had one of my men with me teaching him how to witness to people and tell people about Jesus in the hospital. And I started witnessing that woman and I took her through the plan of salvation with my little Bible. And all of a sudden that woman raised up and gave a cry just like she was in hell. And then he's back down. That boy that was with me jumped backwards about three feet, scared him. 
I stayed there and stood up right beside the bed, scared her sister. She didn't know what to think. And I said, I thought she said she couldn't understand nothing that she didn't supposed to. I thought she said she couldn't say nothing. She was supposed to be able to talk. I said, well, she just screamed and hollered. She's like she was in hell. And then the church baptized it with water, with a pan of water. But it didn't do no good. And that nurse thanked me for going to visit with her. Don't tell me. Wasn't nothing I could do to that, that girl. Because she was nothing gone. She was in the, I figured she, she died a couple of days later. Her spirit went to hell. Her body went in the ground. A uh, nurse heard a scream and come in there. Said she didn't supposed to say anything. I said she did. You no, know, it's it. You no. Know, sometimes you talk to somebody and they, they lost it. I said, I man old me and my wife was going to squirrel hunt one time years ago before I become a preacher, but I was saved. And I God told me to go see Mr. Ward. Drake last with his son. And I Turned around, went back to his house, trailer, went in there, and his son's and daddy's inside there, Brother Jackson. I said, well, I'll come over to pray with him. He said, he's in there. I went in there, and it was a cold man. She's like an iceberg in there. He's covered all up. He was so cold, I felt sorry for the boy. That old man, I sold him a bunch of cars. Sold him the last truck he had, Dodge pickup. Sold him a couple of cow and two calves. And I liked that old fella. He was a good friend of mine. He lived on a little island with his, with his son. But I, I went in there and talked to him. He couldn't hardly talk, couldn't hear him. And I told him he needed to get saved and put my ear down to his mouth. And he said, I raised up a bottle of whiskey one time. Raised up to heaven and cursed God for everything on the sun. I can't be saved. I'm lost. I said, Brother Warren, I said, Mr. Warren, God sent me here to talk to you about the Lord. He sent me here to keep you from going to hell. And I want you to pray in my ear just like you talked to me this time. And ask him to forgive you your sins. And ask him to come in your heart and save you. And you trust him by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That old man prayed in my ear, and I hugged him and told him, man, I wouldn't worry about dying now. I said, going to hell, you're saved. God's going to take care of you. The old man died about a week later. His son came over to the car lot, watched running, hugged my neck, and crying. He was 30-something years old. He said, Daddy died with a smile on his face because you stopped your car, your truck, and come over and took time to pray to my daddy and led him to Christ. Now my daddy's in heaven, thank God for that. And I think I led him to heaven, to, to the Lord, where he could be with his daddy. I don't definitely remember, but uh, he was glad I went over to the trailer house to talk to his daddy. Hebrews 9, 27, same message is born to me once to die. But after that, this judgment, so, we're going to have a judgment, and he was judged already. And I'm looking forward to meeting him in heaven when I get there. And then fearless, Psalm 23, 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the shadow, shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they come from me. So you see, here is fearless, 
a Christian who went to fear death, you can die in nine arms of Jesus. I held my mama's hand when she died. Uh, sweat was pouring over her face, head, and I wiped it with a towel. Hell, I was holding her hand. My sister was in there. I was praying for my mama, and I seen her body just went limp. She'd passed away. Passed away without hollering, screaming, and pain or nothing. Just God just, just let us go to sleep in Jesus. I'll meet her when I get to heaven one day. Looking forward to meeting her. Hugging her, let her know I love her. I love my mama, my daddy. You know, he said, you know, I walked through the valley, shot of death. Death is in front of me every day. But it's fearless, it don't bother me. Because I know where I'm going when I die. I thank God for it. If you can't see it, you need to take the heed to the Word of God here this morning. Precious. Death is precious. Psalm 116, 15 says this. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. You're precious to God when you die. He's, out, he's looking forward. he got His arms wide open. Looking forward to loving you again. Putting his arms around, telling you love it, he loves you. Boy, oh, that's a blessing to know that. That when we die, we got Jesus, we're going to meet immediately. And then we're going to the judgment seat of Christ. We'll lose some rewards, but we'll be in heaven with Jesus. And that's the precious, but the precious thing about it. And we'll say, and we'll thank God for it. And then it's hopeful. Proverbs 14 32 says, the wicked is driven away in his wickedness, but the righteous has hope in his death. We got hope in our death. Don't have to worry about it. Me and my wife was in a hospital visiting El Rey, Arkansas one time. The old lady that went on to Christ, Pentecostals that stole her from us, said she didn't have enough, she needs big tongues. She never did, and she was a sickly woman. After they found out she was sickly, they couldn't couldn't heal her. They let her go no more, no more. Didn't come pick her up no more. My boss, I had running from El Rey to Arkansas, to Junction City, Arkansas, to our church. And I went by there on a Saturday and talked to her and said, Sister, do you really want to? Go back to church, I'll be glad to send the bus by here to pick you up. Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, Sunday Wednesday night if you want it. Or just Sunday mornings if you're able. She said, well, I'd like that the Pentecostals forgot about me when they couldn't heal me. They forgot about me and I'm dying. She came for a while and then she passed. Righteous had hope in his death. And that old woman was scared to die. She was ready to die. I thank God for triumphant. Luke 16, 22 says, They can't pass it to beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom triumphantly. And beggar died, Luke 16, and went to carry with angels to Abraham's bosom triumphantly. Didn't have to worry about it. They didn't have to worry about whether they were going to make it or not. They knew it. They were saved. That was the blessings of it. 
me and my wife met another woman. Now, and her husband come in that room. She was just hollering, the devil's after me, the devil's after me. He's got chains on my legs, just pull him in the hell. Please help me, somebody. Help me. I said, Sister, it's Brother Jackson, my wife, Sister Jackson. We'll pray for you. Your husband come in. Stood up by the bed. She looked at me. She said, Get out of here, Satan. Leave me alone. Get she called her husband. Satan said, out of her head. Uh, well, I guess that woman went to hell. She's supposed to have been saved. Pentecostals messed her up. I just hope she was saved. And they didn't mess her salvation up. She still trusted Jesus Christ, that personal Savior. The vine element in Romans 14, 8 says, For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord. Don't make no difference. God's going to take care of us. He's always has, and He always will. One day we die and go in and be with Him. It'll be the best thing we ever had done. It'll be a blessing to be in heaven by the river of life. When we got our mansion with our name on it, and we can eat fruit the rest of our life, we're about, one, we're about getting fat. Philippians 1 21 says, Great gain. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Well, I'm telling you, it's a great game when we die. We'll be with Jesus and won't worry about nothing anymore. We'll just praise the Lord in heaven for eternity. That'll be worth it all. If I lose one or two of my world awards, that's fine. But to be with Jesus the rest of our life, it'll be a blessing. And I'm looking forward to a great game for it. I'm not scared to die. Never have been. I'm going to die when the Lord wants me to. That's all there is to it. I've had some close calls in my life. I'm still living. I just trust God. He's going to take care of that. Revelation 14, 13. It's blessings pronounced upon. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. From henceforth, yea, said the Spirit that they may rest from their labors and works to follow them. That's going to be a blessing pronounced upon the dead of Christ. Boy, just think about it. We're going to blessings and blessings and blessings in heaven. When we get to heaven, it's all be made known like one worry about nothing anymore. We'll have a spiritual body then. We'll be able to fly where we want to go. go where we we'll have a big white horse and stallion ride around heaven and it'd be worth it all I thank God for it and I hope somebody listens to this message on death I hope you listen good and hope if you lost that you'll get saved and I hope you saved that you'll get back to church if you're out of church backslidden to get back right with God and stay right with God till he gets you in Jesus sweet name amen this is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana, talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.